0: A familiar verse, Jeremiah 6 and verse number 16. The Bible said, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Father, I ask you to bless the reading of thy word tonight. I pray that you touch us physically and spiritually I ask you, Lord, to help us tonight to only say what would be pleasing in your sight. God, I ask you to, uh, Lord, move in every heart and every life. Give us ears to hear and hearts to listen. And Lord, I pray we'd be sensitive to the Holy Spirit tonight. May we all leave saying it's been good to be in your house. And we'll thank you for what you do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. You know, I know this is a, a verse of scripture that everybody in this building tonight knows you're familiar with. It is a verse of Scripture, I think, that every time you're coming through... Of the book of Jeremiah, you're reading. It stands alone. It stands out. It it gets your attention, and we've heard preaching on it many times, and it always seems to call us to attention when we hear this verse of scripture. And I ask myself, why would that be? And I think there are four reasons in this text as as to why this would get a hold of my heart. And I'll give them to you by way of introduction, and then move on. I would say, first of all, because in verse number 16, there is someone who speaks in this verse. The Bible says, "the." Thus saith the Lord. Amen. I think that gets a hold of us tonight and the fact that all the scripture we know is the word of God. Every verse and every chapter is God's word but those phrases when the Bible says thus saith the Lord it it calls us to attention. We know that man is writing uh, the words of God as he's inspired by the spirit of God but here it calls us to attention to remind us that the one that is going to be speaking in this verse is someone who is omnipotent. He is someone who is omnipresent and omniscient tonight. He's all knowing. He, he is God and he says beside me there is none other. So I think it gets our heart number one because there is someone who speaks in this verse and then I think it gets our heart because there is somewhere to stand in this verse. The Bible says stand ye in the ways. Amen. I'm telling you if there's ever been a time when we need people just to stand in the ways. Amen. The Bible talks about in Ezekiel man that, that would make up the head edge and stand in the gap and that's what God has called us to do in these last days to to stand in the ways and I think about these ways tonight they're persistent ways as as we've been called to not sit but we've been called to stand amen and we've got to be persistent in that stand that means to keep on standing isn't that right it's progressive in it's uh, in it's action and then uh, it's personal notice he said stand ye in the way I mean there can't nobody fill your gap but you. You realize that? Every one of us are important in the eyes of God. We're all important in the work of God. Everybody can't be a preacher. Everybody can't be a missionary. Everybody can't be an evangelist or, or what have you, a Sunday school teacher. But everybody can stand in a gap somewhere. So everybody can can make, take this personal and this Christian walk has to be. And there is somewheres for you and I to stand tonight. And it takes a persistent stand and a personal stand. And then I notice it's He said, stand ye in the ways. Amen. I'm telling you the ways of God is what the Bible is talking about. I want to simply say this tonight that you and I when it talks about the ways of God, it's talking about total surrender. It's talking about total commitment, total obedience, total consecration. That's the ways that God wants us to stand in. We don't pick and choose uh, uh, what part of the Bible we want to live, but we're to live every part of it that God gives to us uh, and we're uh, to practice obedience in our life. Amen. I think it's important because there's someone who speaks. There is somewhere to stand and then there is something to see. Notice what he said. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see. And I thought about that. I thought, what is there to see if you're standing in the ways of God? There's a lot of things to see if you're standing in God's way. Amen? You see tonight, young people, if you'll stand for God, you'll see some things uh, uh, that you never would see standing out there in that world. You say, what do you mean, preacher? I mean, you'll see God's power. Amen? If you'll stand in His way, you'll see God's provision. I mean, God will take care of you. He'll put food on your table. He'll pay your power bill. He'll take care of your needs. Amen. If you'll stay with God and stand in the way you'll see God's provision in your life. uh, What God has done for others he'll do it for you also. And you'll see God's protection. Amen. He'll watch over you and he'll keep you safe. uh, He'll protect your home. He'll protect your family. He'll protect your life. Amen. I'm talking about there's some things you can see when you there's something to see when you stand in the way. You can see God's promises uh, and you can see God's plan. If you want to know the will of God You're going to have to stand in the way. You're going to have to stand where God puts you. If you want to know God's plan, it's the only way. Amen. And there's a lot to see. I think this verse gets a hold of us because there is someone who speaks. And there is somewhere to stand. And then there is something to to see. But then I think this verse gets a hold of us because there is some way to seek tonight. He said in this verse, and ask for the old paths. That's what I want to preach on tonight and ask for the old past and and i thought about particular these paths tonight i uh, listen there's some way some way to seek tonight and god said this way we have to understand the progress you say well i want to go that way how do i go that way the pro- listen the process is you got to ask for it amen you got to reach out and get a hold of it for yourself you can't ride your mom and dad's coattail you can't ride your church uh, uh, the church you can't ride the preacher amen i'm telling you tonight Tonight, if you want the old time way, you'll have to reach out and ask for it. Amen? And if you'll ask for it, that's the process. God will give it to you tonight. And then there's the period. He said, ask for what kind of path? He said, ask for the old path. It's an old path tonight. This path that he mentions here is an old path. And when I this verse came to my mind yesterday. And I, here's the thought I want to preach on. I thought about this. Why would a young person want to follow an old path? Why would a young person tonight want to follow an old path? I want to preach tonight on some old paths for young people. Some old paths for young people. You see we're living in a time young people and you know this and you've heard it preached many times. I'm not preaching anything new tonight but I'm just preaching it because it's what's on my heart but we're living in a time when listen it's harder for young people to serve God now than any generation that's ever lived in America but I want to tell you the truth tonight listen though Daniel lived in Babylon for over 70 years Babylon never lived one day in the life of Daniel in his heart. Joseph lived in Egypt all them years but Egypt never got in Joseph and if you want to live for God tonight, it doesn't matter how difficult it is out there. If you want to live the, of the old time way and serve the old time way, you can. If you want to live for God, you can live for God tonight. But you got to want to live for God. They can't nobody make you live for God. They can't nobody, listen, they may make you for a little while, but if it's not in your heart, I'm telling you, as soon as you get free enough and you get old enough, you'll go some other way. You'll seek some other path out there. It may be a worldly path. Path. it may be a wicked path it may be some wayward path I don't know what path you're going to seek in this life but I tell you there is a path tonight if you want to go down it I'm telling you there's an old path for young people amen why would old, young people want to seek out an old path I'm telling you in this verse tonight there's some reasons why that young people ought to want to seek out old paths now, I want you to hear me tonight young people I don't feel like I'm no role model I'm not exalting myself lifting myself up in any way but I can testify to this truth tonight uh, that I've given God the best years of my life uh, and others here tonight can testify the same uh, the teenage years and the young adult years uh, I've sought the old path, uh, and I've never been sorry one day uh, uh, for the old time way hallelujah we're living in a time when great temptation to follow the contemporary route great temptation to follow a worldly route. A great temptation to ease up, to get at ease in Zion, to to back up, to to not stand and and to not seek out those ways. And tonight, listen, I want you to know the burden of my heart is not that you would just go to a good church all of your life and, and be a good church member and that's commendable. But I'll tell you the burden of my heart to every young person in this building tonight is that you for yourself would have a desire, you would have an appetite, you would have a hunger, you'd have a thirst to want more than just be a good church member that just go to a good church but it would get a hold of you if you hadn't already and you would say in your heart of hearts you know why I may be young but I want the old past I may be just a, I may just be seven or eight or nine years old but I want the old time way you may be a preteen tonight but listen tonight would be a good night if you hadn't already to quit fooling around with your Christian life and get serious about serving God and say I may just be 10 or 11 or 12 But I want all of God I can get. And I want to get serious about living for Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, God's got as much a plan for your life at 10 years old as he does at 25 years old tonight. You realize that? God will use you at any age, amen. All you got to do is make yourself available tonight. You got to want them old pasts. And I thought, why would a young person be interested in the old past tonight? Why would they young person want to follow these old paths. I'll tell you to young young people tonight, four reasons in this text why. As a young person in my life, I want to follow the old paths. Number one, because the way is good. Amen? Look what the Bible says here. He said, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Look at this. Where is the good way? I'm telling you tonight, the reason a young person would want to follow an old path is because the way is good. You know, the Bible said there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. I'm telling you tonight, listen, the world will leave you high and dry. The ways of this world will leave you empty. The ways of this world will leave you wanting. The ways of this world will destroy and rob you of everything good in your life. I'm telling you, it is a dark way, it is a deceptive way tonight. It is a deceitful, a discouraging way. It's the devil's way tonight. It may look good on the surface, but I'm telling you, it's like biting into a fruit that looks good. But once you bite into it, you find that it's rotten to the core. That's the way the world is tonight. That's why the world will leave you. It'll leave you with nothing, amen? I'm telling you, living for God tonight, these old paths, can I tell you about them? They're a good way, amen? I'm telling you, the way is good. You know, everything about God is good tonight. Amen. Everything about being saved is good tonight. You say, what do you mean? I mean, the saints are good. The best friends I've ever had in life. You know who they were? The children of God. Amen. I'm telling you, the saints are good. And then the songs are good. Amen. I'm telling you, when you hear them songs, you don't have to feel condemned. When you hear them songs, you don't want to go out and do a bunch of wickedness and sin. I tell you, them songs, they'll prop you up in the storm. They'll give you a song in the valley. They'll help you in the heart times of life. The songs, it'll put a little bit of heaven down in your soul. It'll give you a reason to keep on serving God. The songs are good and the sermons are good. Amen. I'll stop and say this. I thank God for preaching. Amen. I look back through my early years. I look back through my teenage years, young people, and I thank God for preaching for every time I ever faced something, for every time the flesh wanted to rise, up, for every time the devil thought he had me in the corner. Guess what? God God had a preacher who had a sermon who knew when to preach it and got a hold of God and it kept me in the right way. It kept me on the right path and God will do the same thing for you. I think God's a doing that tonight for somebody, for some young person tonight. God wants you to know that these sermons, they're here and they'll help you in this walk of life. Amen. I tell you, if you'll take heed to preaching, it'll help you, friend. It'll make a good Christian out of you if there can be one in us tonight. The sermons are good. The services are good. I love Jubilee, don't you? And I love going to camp meetings when I was a kid. And I loved to listen to special meetings, revival meetings. I was preaching with an older preacher this week up in West Virginia. And I hadn't saw him in 30 years. He didn't know me. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, it's a great honor Uh, to preach with you. He he pastors up in uh, uh, Moxville, North Carolina. Been there for 39 years. I said, it's a great honor to preach with you. I called a couple churches uh, uh, from the past. I said, you know, I said when uh, uh, me and my wife was about 17, 18 years old, uh, we went up here to Etowah and we heard you preach a couple times. uh, And then we went down to Rome and heard you preach a couple times. uh, And I said, you know, I hadn't saw you in 30 years. uh, uh, But you know, I said, I never forgot the sermons that you preached. Uh, And it helped me as a young person. You thank God for preachers like that, that they've just been the same and they've just been faithful and them kind of services. Uh, I'm telling you the way is good. If you live for God, uh, you'll never look back and be sorry. Right. I'll tell you what you will do. You'll look back through life, Brother laddie. and you'll say, I'll tell you what, uh, it's been so good being saved. Uh, it's been so good serving Jesus all these years. Uh, I got no regrets at serving for serving him and I've not been everything he wants me to be. Uh, I'm not measured up to every promise I've ever made by no means. Uh, uh, but God has been been better to me than what I deserve and he's been with me all these years not because of myself but in spite of myself God has stayed with me through thick and thin he's been with me Amen. when I've been unfaithful he's always been faithful I'm telling you when I've been upside down he's always been steady when I've been full of fear he's cast out that fear when I didn't know the direction he's been my lamp and he's been my guide and he's been my shepherd and he's directed me in every way I tell you, God's been the dearest friend I've ever had on planet earth. I'm telling you, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it all over again tonight. Hallelujah. And nothing like serving Jesus. The way is just good tonight. Scriptures are good. The Savior is good. Oh, the Spirit is good tonight. Anything you want to think about, it's good when it's God's way. Why would a young person want to follow the old paths? I'm going to tell you why. Some old paths for young people is because the way is good. You want a good life. You want a blessed life. You determine, if you hadn't already, you determine in your heart you're not going to sell God short in your life, that you're not going to give in to something worldly. You're not going to give in to some boy or some girl out there that doesn't want to live for God, that just wants to come to church for a little while and just, just quit long enough to get you attached to them. Uh, don't sell yourself short. You believe God for something better than that. Uh, I'm telling you, there's some things worse than being single, amen? And that's satisfying with something that God never wanted you to have in the first place. Uh, I'm telling you, you live for Jesus and you keep your standard high and you wait on God. And I'll tell you what God will do. He'll not forget you, friend. Uh, he'll bless you for honoring him. Uh, you just gotta make your mind up. Uh, I'm not going any other way. This is the only way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Say, preacher, why would a young person want to seek the old path Because the way's good tonight. And then secondly, because the walk is granted. Look what he said here. He said, where is the good way? And look what he said. Walk therein. Do you realize in that little phrase where he said, walk therein. God has given us an opportunity. He's given Israel an opportunity. He's given us a privilege tonight to walk in a good way. The walk has been granted tonight. And it walked with God and God took him. I'm telling you others down through the Bible have walked with God. What a privilege tonight to walk with God. Do you realize that there's people in this world that if you wanted to be their friend, if you wanted to get close to them, if you wanted to walk with them, they wouldn't walk with you. The Bible said, how can two walk together except they agree together? There's people in this life that, you know what? You and I don't measure up to their standard. They they feel like they're higher up the ladder than what you and I are. They're too good to walk with us and, and we would never measure to their satisfaction. In fact, I have seen people chase after people, want them to want their approval in life uh, and would do almost anything to get that approval and you know that's a miserable place to be in when you're trying to be something you're not just to try to make somebody else happy that's a sad commentary for somebody to have to live that way uh, uh, just trying to get somebody's approval that I will tell you they're made of the same stuff that you and I are made of tonight but what about a God that sits high in the heavens uh, and holds the world in the palm of his hands uh, the earth is his footstool, and he meted out the heavens with With the span of his hand and he knows everything tonight but yet he wants to walk with somebody like me and he wants to walk with somebody like you I'm telling you that ought to make you want to read your Bible every day, it ought to make you want to pray every day, you know why, because I don't deserve the right to walk with God I don't deserve the right to pray to God but God loves us tonight and he wants to walk with us and he's given us that right and he's granted that way that we could walk in his path, hallelujah You know, if it wasn't for grace tonight, we'd all be walking a different path. Hey, tonight, if it wasn't for grace, you'd never be enjoying the things you're enjoying tonight. You know, so many times if we're not careful, we'll forget that God gave us, that he granted us the opportunity to have fellowship with him. You didn't have to bring an animal tonight and kill it and put it on an altar and let somebody else go on your behalf. No, guess what? You can go on your own behalf tonight. You can go home tonight and if you want to read your Bible and pray, God's ready. You know that? I'm telling you tonight, listen, you live in America. You didn't have to meet in privacy tonight. We didn't have to to break up and meet from house to house. We can congregate openly. We can put a sign out there at the end of the road and tell everybody, hey, we're in business here and we're having church and you're invited to come. We can go out on Saturday and pass out tracts and knock on doors and, and actually invite people to come to the house of God without fear and worry that somebody's gonna come and lock us up and put us in prison. I'm telling you, listen, God's blessed us. He's privileged us. And don't ever waste the opportunity, God's given you. Make every day count and do the best thing before you do the better things in life. Just read your Bible and pray. You don't have to read 10 chapters a day, but you ought to read something every day. You don't have to pray two hours a day, but you ought to spend some time in prayer and talk to God every day and have a relationship and a fellowship with the Lord. Amen. The most important decisions you'll ever make, you'll make them as a young person. And can I tell you tonight, you'll make the wrong decision with good intentions if you don't follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. You need His help tonight. And the way you find His help is you just spend time with Him. Why would a young person want to walk the old path? Because the way is good. The walk is granted. You can tonight. That's why you ought to want to. And then the worth is glorious tonight. Is it worth it to be young and follow an old path? Is it really worth it to stay with the King James Bible? Is it really worth it to go to a church that still has Baptists on the sign? Is it still worth it to go to a church where where people stand up and testify and they shout and nobody's ashamed of it? Is it still worth it to go to a church where where people still believe in doing right and living right? Oh, yes, it is. You say, why? Because look at this verse. What what makes it worth it? I'll tell you what makes it worth it. Look what the Bible says, and ye shall find rest for your soul. I'm going to tell you what you'll find in an old-fashioned church that you'll never find in a contemporary church. You'll find rest for your soul. I'm going to tell you tonight, I like fellowship. I like functions. I'm not against plans and I'm not against promotions. I mean, do anything we can to get a sinner to the house of God within the realm of reason tonight. Anything that wouldn't make God look like a fool. Can I get an amen right there? But I'm telling you tonight, I'm not against some of those things. If they're used methods in the right form and fashion, it's okay to do that. But I want to tell you tonight, if COVID, you know what COVID proved? It proved what was real and what wasn't. Amen? Because when everything was jerked out from us and we couldn't have fellowships and we couldn't have functions and we couldn't do all the things that that, that we normally got going on in the house of God. And the only thing in the eyes of the world that we could do is just come and have church. Amen? Guess what? It was enough, wasn't it? Amen? I'm telling you, when we had to drop everything and when the calendar had to go in the trash can and when there wasn't nothing coming down the pipe, guess what? Coming to the house of God and having singing and having preaching and having testifying, guess what? It was just as good in 2020 as it was in 2021 and 2022 and any other time. You know why? Because that's not what we're about. It's just not a social club tonight. It's not a social gathering. I'm telling you, if you got no presence of God, you got to keep something pumped and primed all the time to keep people in the door. I'm telling you, when the presence of God shows up, it'll make a Wednesday night service worth going to. It'll make a Sunday school hour worth showing up for. I'm telling you, it'll make a preaching hour, a choir singing worth coming to. I'm telling you tonight, it makes a difference amen when you can find rest for your soul how many times have you went to church on a Wednesday night tired in body and a hectic day and said you know I'm coming because it's the right thing to do and God sat down next to you and he gave you a blessing that you wasn't even looking for I'm telling you there's times brother Chris I got up to preach and I'll be honest I didn't feel like preaching Didn't think there was any preach in me. And it probably wasn't, the truth be known. Didn't know where, didn't look like there's going to be anything happen. I'm not talking about just seeing results, but I, didn't, I, thought, man, I thought I'm thought i not going to feel nothing tonight. And I know we don't go on feelings, but I'm telling you, you want God to show up and you want liberty when you preach. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I, I just didn't think it was anywhere in me. And you know it wasn't in me, but i tell you, God got in it, amen? And when God shows up and when God moves, it sure makes a difference, amen? I'm telling you, take the same song, we can sing it a 100 times, time's over. Until you let God get in it. Uh, I'm telling you, you'll turn that song upside down. Uh, he can take one verse and minister to every one of our souls tonight and we can find the rest that we need uh, in the midst of our trial, the midst of our heartache. Uh, I'm telling you, God knows how to give rest for your soul tonight. Amen. Right. Amen. You know, the funny thing about preaching is this. We preachers don't think we can preach. With, we, we got to have three points. I don't know why, but that's Two points is kindly half a sermon. You know that. And then if you don't have three, you got to have five. You can't have four, you got to have five. If you don't have five, then you got to have seven. You know, I learned a long time ago, I never tell people how many points I have. For two reasons. Number one, I don't know that I'm going to preach all of them. Sometimes I just quit, you know. Because God's done, it's time to unplug. Is that right? And then I know if you tell them, they're going to count them. Because I do that. Man, get up and say, I got eight points. I'm like, oh, Lord and i'm not really praying and he spends 10 minutes on on number 1 you know what i'm doing i'm multiplying is what i'm doing <laughs> come on y'all know that's right yeah. So I don't tell how many points I got uh, for the most part because I don't want people counting them, amen? I just preach till I'm done most of the time. Every now and then I might say I got three because I know you can handle three, amen? But if I got more than three, I'm not giving you the number, amen? But here's the, th- here's the truth tonight. You know, we go to church uh, and we hear preaching and, and you know sometimes you may hear four or five points uh, uh, that a is gonna preach uh, and it's all gonna help us. I understand that. And the word of God, all of it's good and it'll minister to you. And I'm thinking understand what I'm saying when I make this statement and preacher may preach three points uh, and it may not really do much for you it's just truth and you're enjoying it and it's helping you but it's not really getting personal to you. He may make one statement at the Holy Ghost let's roll out of his uh, clay of mouth amen and God hangs it on your heart I'm telling you it's what you needed to hear because it wasn't the preacher it was God gave you that. God came to that pew and he let that man say one thing and I'm telling you there have been times I was in the hallelujah and there have been times I didn't know what to do but God had a man and the man had a message and sometimes the message was one sentence but brother it was exactly what I needed it was enough to get me over the next hilltop it was enough to get me another mile of the way I'm telling you that's what God will do and it's worth it tonight you can find rest for your soul hallelujah in the old pass if you'll just keep on walking the worth is glorious, the walk is granted, the way is good. And then finally, notice with me tonight, why would a young person want to walk an old path? Because the world is gone. The worldly is gone in this verse. Notice what the worldly says. We will not walk therein. Now I'm going to tell you something tonight, young people. You listen to me. You ought to thank God every day for your parents. Every day. You ought to tell them that from time to time. If you've never had to pay a power bill, if you've never had to pay a water bill, if you've never had to worry about a month's rent or a house payment or buying groceries or ever had to wor- never had to worry about putting gas in the car to get from one place to another, you ought to thank your parents for doing that on a weekly basis. I'll tell you what you ought to determine also. Don't ever put your parents in a bind by leaving an old-fashioned church and going to the world tonight. I mean, you stay with where you've been raised. Don't you ever date, and well, I don't even use the word dating, you know what I mean, don't ever court, don't ever see, don't ever entertain somebody of the opposite sex that does not want to go with the same old-time religion That you've went with. I mean you drop them like a hot potato friend. Is that right? I mean a bad habit. However you want to put it. Amen. Don't have nothing to do with them. It's it's a snare of Satan. Because you'll never win them. They'll win you is what to happen. You'll live in misery all your life. Wishing you could go back to that old way. You see there are people tonight. That they just said this with their life not walking that way no more and I'm not going to lie to you in this church it's happened many times and it'll happen again I pray that not one person sitting here tonight ever gets to the place in your Christian life where you said you know I I don't want this way no more I'm tired of I'm tired of going down there to that church I'm tired I'm going to tell you something you got to determine it that you're going to stay this way it might be a young person sitting here right now, you got big plans and them plans don't involve God or this church. You better think about it tonight. I'll tell you, the history book's full of them, and they ain't none of them turned out good, you know that? All you got to do is look back and see. They ain't none of them turned out good, and we, and we pray for them, don't we? There's not a person that ever left this church that what if they walked through that door tonight, we wouldn't all be thrilled they were here. Is that right? But I want to make a statement here and I hope you write it down if you need to. You be wise. Once you let some young person leave this church, go out there and wallow in sin for four or five or six or seven years and then when it, time, it gets time to get married and they went out there and sowed their wild oats and they want somebody good, some good young man, some good young lady that's godly They want to come back to the church that they left that they didn't have nothing to do with because they wanted to find somebody good. Don't you be fooled by that. Hey, they're welcome, aren't they? And we hope they get right with God. But don't you sacrifice your purity. Amen. You save it for somebody else who saved it. And you stay true to God. And God will be good to you for that. You'll avoid a lot of scars in life. By being faithful. And if you made your mistakes, hey, there's grace tonight, isn't there? We don't punish people that get out in sin. Can I get an amen right there? There's grace. and God will help you and God's got as much a plan for you as he does anybody else. And if you'll stay faithful to God, God will be good to you also. Isn't that right? I thought about today. I thought about people down through the years that the day came in their life. Sitting right here, they said, you know, We're not going to walk that way no more. I thought about preachers. They had the touch of God and preached and God blessed them and they got to the place where they said, you know what? Their children got a little bit older or maybe their their ministry, they got burnt out or something happened. They said, you know what? I'm tired. One of my best friends in the ministry went a different way one day. I was sitting there eating lunch with him and he said something to me and when he said it, I, I said to him in kindness, but I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, no, that's not right. I said you can't go that way. He did, and I'll tell you, there's been a lot of times going down the road. I think about him, and I love him tonight, and I miss, I miss the fellowship, the friendship, and he's still my friend tonight. Okay, I would do anything in the world for him, but I can't yoke up with him because we're not going the same direction tonight. We're going to heaven. We're not going the same way tonight. We we don't agree on some doctrinal truths. And you have to make your mind up. You you can love people, but you can't follow people tonight because you never know what direction they may go. Is it in your heart tonight, young people? Some old paths for young people. You want that tonight? Is that in your heart? Is that the way you're going to go? No matter what anybody else, think about this. If you were the only young person in this building tonight to stay with God and to go the old time way, would you do that tonight? If everybody sitting around you walked away from this tonight. Are you that determined? You got to. You gotta be that determined that you're gonna do it. If nobody else does, you're gonna stay with this tonight. You know why? Because it's right. It's the best way.